Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, hey, friend. Welcome to the show. I'm Gabe Cox, your host, and super excited to be here today. We are going to do a mini devotional. Now, I want to know from you, have you felt a little bit impatient these days, or are you wanting answers and direction right now, but you're feeling like you're sitting in the waiting? You might be sitting in the desert at the moment and just feeling like, why, oh God, why are you not answering me, right? Sometimes it can feel like we're not hearing things. But as I'm studying Nehemiah, I'm seeing this all come to light. Really, before Nehemiah went to the king and gave his request to leave to help God's people to restore their city, he prayed and fasted, not for an hour, not for 10 minutes, not for a day, not for a month. He prayed and fasted for four months. Now, I've been meditating on that for how we are so rushed and wanting answers quickly But God is patient and wants us to trust him and to come to him in prayer, not just once, but fervently. Nehemiah 1, 4 through 11 is his prayer to God as he's seeking direction and wisdom for what to do as he sees Israel in ruins. And one thing that stands out to me is verse 4, where it says, As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days, and I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. So he had some time of mourning and grief. He wept, but then he went to prayer. Now, I'm not going to read all of the verses for you, but I do highly encourage you to pick up the Bible, go to Nehemiah 1 actually start at verse one and go through his prayer in verse 11. You will see so much in there, especially after we talk today and just meditate on it for a little bit and see what is God saying to you today? Now I'm working through a study from the Daily Grace Co. I highly recommend them if you've never heard of them before. And one thing that they mention in there is this, Nehemiah didn't pray once and go on with his life. He dedicated himself to prayer for months. Prayer should be patient and persistent and rooted in trust that God will be faithful. So let's talk a little bit about how Nehemiah prayed, as it can help us learn how to go before God with our fears and anxieties and our requests. Well, first, Nehemiah starts in adoration. Nehemiah is coming to God in adoration, praising him for who he is. In verse five, it starts out, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commands. So he's telling God who he is and praising him for his unconditional love. Adoration shifts our perspective and reminds us we want God himself above everything else. God is what matters most in our life, right? So next, 
after adoration, Nehemiah moves to confession. He goes on to repent for Israel and himself in that they haven't kept his commands and have acted corruptly. Within verse six, he says, even I and my father's house have sinned. It's important for us to bring before God anything we have been struggling with and confess it to him. Let him know we know those faults and we want to make changes. And then third, after he went through some adoration and his confession, Nehemiah reminds God of his covenant and promises by sharing scripture. Starting in verse eight, he says, the word you commanded your servant Moses saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the people. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost places of heaven, from there, I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. So he speaks scripture in this prayer as a reminder that one, God is a covenant keeping God. And two, God is true to his promises. He doesn't change or sway like us wishy-washy humans. He remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. And then comes the ask. Now he brings his requests to God. As I'm studying Nehemiah, just like Esther, he had to go before a scary king with a request that could have been the end of him. He was made for such a time as this. And because Nehemiah was so dependent on the Lord, a moment that could have been filled with fear and anxiety was filled with prayer and confidence instead. And he was confident that the Lord would pull through because of the Lord's promises. And you know what? We were each made for such a time as this. You are where you are for a reason. You may not have to go in front of a scary king with a request or do something like that, but God has placed you in your work in your home, in your community, in your school district for such a time as this. Allow God to lead you. Use Nehemiah's fervent prayer as a guide to pray as well. First, adore God. Second, confess anything to him. Third, speak God's promises to him. And fourth, ask for what you need. He is a caring and loving God. He is a God who keeps his promises. He is a God who wants relationship with you. Rise up where God leads you. He doesn't need us to fulfill his promises and his plan, but isn't it just so cool that he wants to use us to do it? So let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for who you are. You are an amazing God with unconditional love. You are all powerful and just so, so good. And we know that we are fallen and we are sinners and we make mistakes every single day. And yet you still love us and you still direct us and you want to change us and you want to mold us to do your will. And we thank you so much for that. And we ask that you will just fulfill your promises to restore our nation and to use us in our weaknesses where you come as the strength to fulfill your plans. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to come alongside you and to help you fulfill your promises. Even though you don't need us, we need you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way.
Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.